Breaker, your girl, want to talk about how there are certain things that just continuously keep pulling me back. I don't know if y'all can relate. Can hear me? My bad, my bad. What's up, what's up, my peaches? Keeping it real with Miss Breaker. I just got off of work. Y'all about to take a joy ride with me as I am on my way home. Today, I wanted to talk about how there are some things that keep pulling me back. And I don't know if any of y'all can relate to me, but I have some moments where I feel like I'm I'm completely over something. Or I, I feel like I'm completely done with dealing with certain things. And the moment, the moment I get pulled back into you know, reminiscing about something that really bothered me, I end up getting pulled back into that feeling I once had that I thought I let go. And, you know, sometimes I ask myself, like, you know, why do, why do things keep pulling me back? You know what I mean? Like, why do I get so frustrated or why do I get so annoyed with certain things to the point that it disturbs my peace and I can't function in a sense of concentrating on myself. You know, I spend a lot of time trying to heal and do a lot of things, but there are some things that pull me the fuck back. You know, I'm trying to add who's in here right now. I'm driving. Hello, hello. I mean, you might have to join back. Oh, hello? Oh, I can hear you now. You were breaking up a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I'm driving, you know. I was working in the woods, and, you know, it, you. it is <laughs> what it is. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, it's so, How are you doing? It's so, I'm doing good. Well, it's funny because I have been kind of in the same space that you were just, like, kind of describing and yeah. do you know about like shadow work and stuff? I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. Okay, because I I don't know why, but I I well I I do know why, but I've been doing more shadow work lately, and I think it would really help you because, uh, just from based off of what you've said, um, and to give you a little like background on what the shadow is, like the shadow part of ourself is basically a suppressed hidden part of ourself that the that our ego basically put in the back in the background like in the shadows in the depths of the mind and basically said you can't come and be out here because uh it's you know that's just not a behavior that will be accepted out here socially you know whatever environment you're in and it just mm -hmm. depends you know the shadow can be different for everybody but it's a hidden suppressed thing Mm -hmm. And I have really made some big breakthroughs, like just doing like just going online and, and looking up like shadow journal prompt, like a little one, you know, but uh, with your situation, though, I'm, I'm sure you could probably pinpoint exactly what it is that, you know, and, and usually it's just uh, and I might be wrong, but what I'm feeling is like maybe it's just something that. Uh, you need to be honest with yourself about, you know, that's really what shadow work is. It's just about being your honest, authentic, raw self and being truthful about something and not, uh, you know, maybe you aren't really over something and maybe you needed to take more time to 
uh, to um, process something. Maybe you needed to look a little bit deeper when it came down to a situation or, you know, um, maybe there was something that uh, within you that feels like it wasn't seen or it wasn't heard, you know, um, and it doesn't have to be by other people, obviously, but that's what shadow work basically is, is like you kind of allow yourself to have that part of yourself come forward and to speak and to be seen, to be heard and to be shown. And I think that with shadow work, it is very powerful when it's, it's kind of seen amongst people and it's, it's shown amongst, you know, you know, it's, it's your authentic raw self, you know, but I think it has to be in increments, right? So Mm -hmm. maybe you're like, maybe you did that shadow work already. Cause I think we do it like already subconsciously like I don't think we have to like do it you know if you're on the path like I think you just do it subconsciously like you just already do it within your mind so maybe there's a part of yourself that's coming back like there was like a little piece that's coming back out that's a part of your shadow that once it's like maybe the last part of it maybe you know what I mean yeah I'm I'm just I'm trying to grasp what you're saying I understand I feel like for the most part for me personally I try to think of dealing with situations, not ignoring them, but facing them um, when it's when I'm ready to face them. Yeah. And I feel like I've faced a lot of my problems, but I still have, you know, I still have a lot of heavy feelings. Yeah. They're still and valid, you know- and I'm still trying to understand what to do with them because, you know, I could approach, I could go to the source. You know, I could go to the problem that's got me like this, but I also to know that that doesn't mean that I'll have closure. Was with it that. the actual source that triggered this or was it something that uh, kind of happened? Like, I feel like, oh, it's such was a it hard, direct? it's so hard to explain it without being too right. But, okay, so but was it a direct, like, sorry. It wasn't directly from the source, but, you know, there are okay. things that are occurring around me that are reminding mm-hmm. me of certain things that I've, you know, I've gotten over. But I'm very clear and aware that I'm not over it because I still have an effect on it. Like, I, you know, I still have a lot of anger built inside of me that I thought I burned out, but shit, I, <laughs> I still got a lot of anger built in me and I'm like, you know, now I'm trying to channel how to lose that anger. And I don't know if me doing what I did once before was going on walks, my nature walks, and being a part of being one with nature. I don't know if that would help me get through mm. what I, what, what's bothering me now. Because I tried that already. Yeah. But it's still, it's still pieces there, you know, trick. there's still crumbs behind, you know, left behind that I now I feel you 100% um, and realizing yeah. that this shit is and you're going to get pushed back yeah I mean I think this is a part of the shadow work that I was trying to kind of explain I know it, it sounds a little in depth but it's really like kind of simple it's like you know if you are angry about something, you're angry, right? You're not gonna, like it, like the society would say, oh, you know, that's a very, uh, that's a, we don't, we don't like that. We don't like people getting aggressive and angry, you know? So we suppress that anger, you know? And so 
you wouldn't go on a nature mm. walk. Like your true self wants to scream, you know, or your shadow self wants to scream. Your shadow self wants to probably hit something, you know, and that's, you know, sometimes yeah. anger can be expressed in a lot of different ways. But when, like, when it's really truly felt, it's like you, you know, I don't know, you could like scream into a pillow or like punch some, like punch a pillow. Like, I know that might sound kind of like weird, but it's really helpful, like, um, to, to really like truly authentic, authentically like feel that emotion, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in a way that's like safe to you because yeah. I don't know the full context of the situation, but, um, you know, it, especially with anger, like it's, we don't know, like, it's hard to like put, it's like, where do we put this? You know, because if I'm, I'm sure like whatever happened, obviously it upset you because, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I don't know, I'm getting a lot of different things, but like, it could be coming from another situation too. And I think that in our life, like situations are connected on purpose, you know, that kind of connect us back to a root cause within us, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. And see, my thing is this, the, I already know, and that's the thing, but it's, it's more so of like, how can I put this? Let me put it this way. There's a girl named Sally. And Sally has a family that doesn't really respect her. But, you know, Sally respects her family because that's how Sally was raised. You know, mm-hmm. Sally's mother dies. Sally's family treats her like shit. Sally's mm-hmm. family tells her to get over it. You know, Sally's family bullies Sally's little brother. Sally's mm-hmm. family is now being neglecting is neglecting the mental health of the child and Sally. Now Sally has moved and took on the responsibilities of taking care of her brother. Mm-hmm. Sally is now at a at a at a at a peaceful state in her mind, but there are some reoccurring things that are happening to her brother that's affecting Sally. Mm. Sally thought she was over some things, but Sally just found out she's really not because Sally's still dealing with the change and adapting to the new environment that she's created. Mm. So it's hard to know. It's hard not to know where it's coming from. You know, it's coming from someone else. It's, It's kind of rubbing, it's kind of rubbing off from someone else. But at the same time, you know, I can do things to make those changes, but I don't want to make too much of a change because I don't want to separate talent from happiness, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that... It's 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 weird. It, Sally is me. <laughs> okay, okay. I was going to say, I was like, if you... I was going to say, if you're Sally, which I think you are Sally, Sally, um, (laughs) um, Sally is extremely strong and brave and powerful to take on something like that and to be able to cope with those kinds of changes is not something anybody can do by themselves. And 
I think that if anything, and I have no idea, I don't know you at all, but I just, I just feel like you should give yourself a lot of props and a lot of cheerleading because you took, you, you took a step and you took action and you made a decision and sometimes it's not always going to pan out the way we expect it to, but I think that that's okay because you're obviously a strong individual and you're obviously somebody who is doing the best they can in the best way they can, you know, and it's, you know, there's no such thing as perfect, you know, we can't do things in the, per in the, nobody's going to be this perfect thing, but at the same time, you know, I, I feel that where that anger could be coming from is probably like, you know, that is your brother, but also, you know, that is a lot to take on and, you know, you i'm sure more than anything for your parents to be able to you know provide something for your brother to be you know like in that in that sense where you know i'm sure it's making things a little bit harder on you right yeah so i totally feel that like i mean i can't even imagine doing that and the pressure and the you know and the resentment honestly like and you know that's a lot you know what i mean so i wouldn't say and this is just my opinion um but i wouldn't i wouldn't beat yourself up so much like i would allow yourself to feel what you feel because i think that it's it's not about dealing maybe not like dealing with the emotions like because you feel like you already dealt with it but it's like I feel like there's a whole new layer that's kind of yeah. happening, you know? I agree. I agree. I feel like, you know, I feel like I haven't had a break. Although I feel like, yeah, I've had breaks, but I never really had a break. I feel like I'm uh, nonstop going, you know? The, yeah. the, the stop for me. The train is going and it's going fast as shit. And mm -hmm. sometimes I might not have control over it, but I'm okay because at the end of the day, I can still see. And as long as my vision is clear in front of me, I have I can still clear the way for myself. But where I'm troubled is I still have some anger towards my family because of the things that my brother I'm dealing with with my brother. Mm. You know, I'm his parent now. You know, I have to play both roles, being a father and a mother and a sister all at once. And that shit is confusing, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> I can't imagine. I really can't imagine, honestly, like when... You I mean, I can't like trying to put myself in in your shoes is really difficult because it's so it's it's just like, I mean, who can say who can say that they I, I mean, I don't know anybody who can say they, they've done that. So, I mean, I'm just already like in awe and like it, I admire your courage and like be, you being able to do that is like it just shows how strong you are as a person. But at the same time, just because you feel you know, like maybe if you question yourself or if you feel you get in those negative emotions, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's, I don't know. I just feel like our negative emotions can make us 
like it, they don't define us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's hard to break out of. You're gonna have to come back up here, Skylar, because your t- I just looked at your timer. Your time is going out. You're gonna have to come back up. But that's something that I'm still working on too, like trying to understand that. But it's hard, you know. I mean, yeah. I've done things on my own and. I had to, I got to see what my mom went through with her family and I had to experience a little bit of it too. And it's hard trying to feel because I've been so used to turning my feelings off and just getting straight to, I need to finish college. I need to do this. I need to get a job. I need to do this. I need to do yeah, that. Yeah. Like go, go, I mean, go, go. Yeah. It's just like, go, 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 go. And it's like, I don't have time to really actually think and sit for myself. You know, I, I do want to be with somebody and I do want to have a future with someone. But then it's like, damn, I've been single for so long. I don't even know how to date anymore. It's so sad. <laughs> you know, I'm like, so damn picky. I'm like, maybe it's me. And I'm like, maybe it's not me. But then it, it, it is me. Like, you know, it's it's a lot. No, yeah, that sounds like a lot. It's, it's weird because I feel like I can kind of relate, not relate fully, but... Like, as far as, like, family and stuff, like, with, you know, kids. Like, I was helping my sister out with um, my nieces, and it it became a whole thing with all that. It's a whole story, but, like, I had to basically leave that situation. It was, like, it was just the hardest thing I had, I, I ever had to do because I was so close to those girls, and, like, the, the, the toxicity of the situation was so bad that, I, but I, I just, I had to, I had to remove myself for myself. And like, I, that's all I could have done at that point. Like it got, it ended up getting like physical there. And like, um, I just had to remove myself from the situation. And it took me months to get over the emotional, like turmoil of separating myself. And I know that's not like very similar to your situation, but you know, I had a lot of anger and stuff come up too, but I don't know. I just kind of allowed it. Like just, I allowed myself to feel it, you know, and I didn't, I didn't like make any, you know, I didn't look at myself and say, wow, you know, so you're, you're this type of person because you, you have these feelings, you know what I mean? Like, don't let the, like, don't identify with your emotions so much, like allow them to happen and just, let them be there because you, you, you are valid in them, you know, like, I just, uh, I I get like the, it's hard with family though. Like it is, it really is. And you know, yeah. Like I had to learn that stepping away. Like, I mean, I relive, I had to relive something I already once lived as a child. So to relive Mm -hmm. it as an adult was so, um, was so pitiful for me because it was like you know my mother went through this escaping from her family and I didn't realize why until after her passing like I got to see everybody's true colors you know I got to see people for who they were because my mom tried so hard to hide me from who they were we're breaking up a lot to my family because she already knows you but if they're not you know i make oh hello i'm sorry i'm sorry you're breaking up 
can you hear me a little bit now? No? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know if it's just on my end or. No, it's definitely me. I'm, I'm surrounded by trees. Massachusetts got nothing but oak trees and pine trees and that be cutting out service. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. I feel you. No, no worries. I was just, I didn't want you to keep talking. And then I'm like, oh, you sound like a robot. I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But um, what I was saying was like, that was my constant back and forth, whether or not I was making the right decision. And me stepping away from my family, I mean, I got a big-ass family. When I mean big-ass family, my great, my grandfather has 10 brothers and sisters, 10 brothers and seven sisters. A few of them passed away, but all of them got at least six kids. And all of their kids got at least kids. So I got a big-ass family on both sides of my, you know, my family. Yeah. But with me, I'm, so, I'm such a private person. Um, I'm not the type. I don't really feed into talking about people. You know, I'm not the gossip type of person. I don't sit and chat, chit chat about people unless we on the same page about how they treat us. But other than that, like I'm not the one to look for trouble like that. So I don't, you know, when people ask me questions in my family, I just kind of distance myself. because I don't want to tell you what they did to me or I don't want to say anything so that you can make your, so that you can have your own judgment and start treating them differently. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a really big believer on, you know, what stays in my house stays in my house. You know what I mean? So yeah, what I, stays between me and another person stays between me and another person. We don't need to involve others. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Like, you you really value, like, you know, privacy and, you know, yeah. uh, like, you know, keeping things sacred. You know, secrets, keeping a secret is sacred. I agree with that 100%. Like, but yeah, cause I don't know, big families too. Like on my dad's side, I have he has like he has like eleven brothers and sisters too, but but they're also like you know disconnected. Like when everybody comes together, it's the same thing. Like everybody wants like information, and it's like how do I know what you're gonna do with that information though? And it's just like it, it's really nobody else's business kind of thing, you know? So yeah, like I get that for sure. It's crazy, like, that, that, there's that pain, though, like, feeling, like, kind of outcasted by, by your family, even if, like, it, like, whatever, whatever the status is, whatever the, you know, dynamic is, it, there's this, there is a, there's something about that, it's, like, very painful, it was, for, it was for me, and I, I feel like that's, like, a, that's something way deeper than I think I can, I can't even comprehend, but I think it's like just being human, you know, like, yeah. it's not easy, you know, it's so. A, it isn't. Like I have to, you know, create and build my own village. And then that's hard too, because I mean, when trust is broken, you gotta, you gotta retrain your mind to trust again, you know, and it's hard, but it, it sucks when you, you have a lot of family, but you don't really have family. And I, I mean, I've said this a lot on my podcast, like family, but that don't mean that they're your family. They may not love you. Right. They may not support you. They may not be there for you. So it's like, you know, I really hold that title. I really yeah. hold that I stand there because it's like, you know, I, I can't believe my mom went through so much with her family and I had to go through it. And feeling of being alone I got to experience what my mother meant 
Now, I feel alone, but I have my brother. So I'm not mm. quite alone, but I'm still alone because I can't talk to the level as an adult. You know, I got to keep it team friendly. I can have some adult conversations, but he's not there yet. Yeah, I feel you. I have a little brother, too. So, but I don't know y'all's age, like, like the years y'all are apart, but I'm, I'm about. Which one? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty large gap. Oh yeah, big gap. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean that's a whole like I mean ten years, you know, a decade. That's that's like you know, you know, when he was a baby, you were ten, you know, or you were twelve. Sorry. So it's like, yeah. So that's like the same thing with my older sister too. And it's so weird because like when I was with living with my sister. It was like I was re-experiencing my childhood in a way. So when you said that earlier, it kind of reminded me of that. And I know I'm, I'm not bringing up my situation, but, like, I'm just trying to relate because, which I feel like I am relating because, like, with family, there's just this, there's there's this, like, I don't know. I, I know that, like, you know, it, you know family is family, but I, I always wanted to keep my family close and, like, when I went through my journey and like I made changes and I had to say no and I had to like, you know, stand up for myself and speak up for myself, I I lost a lot of those connections. But now I feel like now that I'm reconnecting after I did some healing and I, I went away for a while, like I feel like they're a lot more genuine. Like I feel like they're a lot more authentic and there's no, you know, no BS, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, boundaries can really help too. And like, you know, with with trust, like you said, talking about trust and stuff, it's like, you don't have to give your trust to anybody just because they're family, you know, like trust isn't just given, it's earned in my eyes. Like, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, I think that, you know, I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I want to hug you right now because I, I just, I understand the need for like support, like needing, you know, some kind of like, you know, I don't know, just, just to have that support there is really important. And I think that's what family can provide, but not when it's inauthentic and not when it's not coming from the right place. Yeah. And that's, that's true. You know, a lot of times I feel like some of my, uh, my my past traumas get to me, get better in some days. And it's just, you know, it's knowing how to cope with the things that you deal with and getting through life for me. I mean, I've gone through so much and I really don't actually, this is like me being open Oh, you're breaking up again. I don't know if if we lost you or what happened. Master. Oh, there you go. You're breaking up a lot. Like you said (laughs) earlier, I want to. There's some. There's a reason why there's pieces of. Oh, oh damn. Hello. Hey, sorry. You're breaking up a lot. Like you went silent for a minute. Damn. How, can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, I can hear you now. 
okay. I'm almost out of the woods. I'm like in a really bad area. No, you're good. You're, <laughs> I, I, I understand. Like I, I'm from, I'm not from Colorado, but I live in Colorado. So I understand the, the woods predicament. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's annoying. And then people don't know how to drive here in Massachusetts. It's so annoying too. I'm surprised I haven't cursed anybody out because normally I'm over here yelling at folks and they can't hear me, but y'all can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> let it out. I mean, shoot, you got to let it out somehow. Oh, yeah. That road rage, you got to let it out. Sometimes I get little road rages and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, finish what you were saying. My bad. <laughs> no, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was I just going to say, like, I, I find... I get little road rages even... sometimes, and I'm just like, where did that come from? But, like, I think it does come from, a, like, a place of, like, suppressed anger, you know, like, yeah, or stress, or, like, you know, just feeling, you know, at, you know, dis-ease, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, And going back to that, where you said in the shadows, having, you know, when you have certain shadows, and they do, they might be hidden, yeah. and you need to be brought into light. And when you said what resonated with me as I was thinking and listening, when you said to me that maybe I am not feeling those feelings completely, like I might feel it a little bit, but I just kind of put it away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I do that a lot because yeah. I mean, I mean, subconsciously I do that because sometimes I don't know if, you know, sometimes I don't know what's wrong with me. I just break down fucking crying sad. And I'm like, yo, what just happened? You know, and it's over being overwhelmed, being overworked, being, you know, doing so much, not giving myself a break or space to grieve or to grieve or to, you know, mm. feel. Yeah. And then those emotions kind of catch up and mm-hmm. then they start coming up and coming out, coming yeah. up. Now it's like having a bottle, a bottle of soda, shaking that shit and giving it to someone to have them open it. Pretty you much. Know? Yeah. It's me all the time, and I'm trying to find ways to cope with it, but I still have a lot of trust that I'm wor- I'm working with my trust. I don't have a lot of trust in people because of how fucked up my family treated me. So yeah. it's like when you get treated a certain way, when your trauma affects how you function in the real world, it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, it's a problem because... I'm hiding away from things that I know that I can get help with. But because I, it's like, and I don't think it's pride. You know, I'm not a prideful person because I don't think of myself uh, better than or, you know, greater than anyone. I, I don't think that. But it's just, I, I don't know what to call it. But I feel for me, it's a shy, shying away from my, my true self. You know, I'm not being 100% me. Because I don't, I don't have enough trust in myself to give trust to anyone. Yeah. No, yeah, that makes sense. And like with shadow work for me, like I think it's a very intimate thing with ourselves. Like, I, I, you know, I think shadow work is different for everybody. You know, there's tools we can get to, like, you know, ask ourselves questions, like. Um, you know, just to kind of see what comes up and kind of, and kind of get to the root of it because, Mm -hmm. you know, it it can be hard to kind of find that, to find the root of what is, you know, of all those emotions. And, 
you know, from what you've been through. But what I kept kind of sensing was like, you know, betrayal, like betrayal, you know, because, you know, it, it's and like uh, and for me, like maybe. If uh oh, you got to come back. I didn't realize the time went out. That was fast. That 15 minute went fast. Really fast. I didn't even I didn't even notice, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say um when I was uh when I was growing up, I uh recognized that I had to uh, I felt to f in order to feel safe, I was catering to the needs emotional needs of my mother and i kind of uh went out of my way to like you know uh be there for my mom like you know in, a, in an emotional way if that makes sense like a mm -hmm. uh, comforting way and so i got i got something back from that so i got comfort i got you know a hug or something like that so i kind of went through my you know young adult life up until a few years ago giving my whole self to people in that way because that's how i felt safe you know i couldn't i couldn't find that safety within myself and i i just wasn't conscious consciously aware of it yet if that makes mm -hmm. sense mm -hmm. so like with shadow work i think that it it needs to be like uh, take your time with it. You know what I mean? And I feel like you, you kind of mentioned something about that earlier, but like, do take your time with it. Don't feel like you have to rush any process and, and just kind of trust yourself in the process because, you know, we, we can, you know, it, I think it takes time. Like, I, I believe that in life, like our, our experiences reveal parts of ourselves to ourselves if that makes sense like yes no that makes lots of sense and yeah. i feel like that's why like when people tell me oh miss breaker you're such a strong and powerful and i don't see that you know like and it's not me not saying that i don't have power it's just what i'm doing is something i'm supposed to do as a older sibling that is the role that i chose to take on you know what I mean? So it's like, I get that not everybody is can do what I'm doing. I get that. But I'm no different. You know, I'm doing this because I made that promise to my mom to take care of my brother if I was able to, you know? So it's yeah. hard when people say like, oh, you know, you're so strong and, you know, you're so this, you're so that. And I just, it's not to say like, please stop, stop praising me. But that's how I feel because I don't feel that I don't feel what you speak. You know, I'm going through it. I'm dealing with it solo dolo. So I can't yeah. see the positive things in myself because I'm dealing with so much negativity. So it's like, what do you, for me, it's like, I just have to start trying to reclaim that positivity. But it's hard because like I said, it's a continuous thing. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is like, uh, it, you know, people are people like, even for me, like, you know, just the act alone itself, like you taking on your, your little brother and, you know, taking care of him and basically being a parent, 
of your sibling, your younger sibling is, is very courageous, like, you know, strong, something, somebody with characteristics of being strong would have, right? And I feel like people just say that, but I think if you feel comfortable doing it, you could say, well, you know, thank you or whatever, but, you know, maybe you could use that moment, moments like that to, to kind of say, but, you know, to reveal some truth, you know what I mean? Because I feel like that could also help, you know, with those suppressed emotions and those, you know, feelings like maybe you have, like, like, maybe you feel like you have to be strong or you, you have to kind of take over and you have to maybe be this person. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we we're just human you know what I mean at the end of the day like we're human and I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be this specific this be this very like specific way and to do things in a very specific way but Uh to you know like we all have a unique path you know what I mean and it's like I think more than anything, especially in your situation, I think what would serve you like the most would be to be like, that would be a perfect example right there. Being, being like honest when, when someone says something like that with, with, when, within your situation, you know, like, well, you know, it's actually really hard and I'm, I'm, I'm having a difficult time, you know, with, with whatever you feel comfortable sharing, but you don't even have to go into depth with it, but just kind of you know, do it for yourself more so than kind of to inform that person, I guess. That yeah. Makes sense. Like, that makes... Yeah. And you never know. People have, you know, certain resources and like, you know, I, I just, I think that you do, you do it at your own pace and you do it at a pace you feel comfortable with. Cause I know you said you have trust issues with your family. So I'm sure that, you know, it, it it can be the same way with, you know, social or just, you know, outside of family too. But yeah. I think that, you know, it, it it's maybe this is like a t- kind of a test for you or it's a challenge for you in a way because you may need to get, you know, some, you may need some support for certain things or to, to get you through certain times, you know, and to be, and you have Maybe you have to kind of step out of your comfort zone a little bit when it comes to the, your situation. Obviously, like, I mean, yeah. in itself, no, you're, you're... It's been six years, going on seven September since my mom has passed. And I've been doing this for a very long time. and Oh, my gosh, really? Therapy, we have therapy, you know, we do, yeah, you know, my story is different. <laughs> I, I know, I like, I wouldn't. I'm telling you right now, Skylar, like me personally speaking so bluntly about how I, what I'm dealing with, I wouldn't be able to tell you this three years ago because I probably would be crying my eyes out. I probably wouldn't be able to get a word out of me because of the pain that I was dealing with. So to come far from... You've come years, a long way. You know, it yeah. is... I've been through a lot and I see my progress. I've seen how far I've come. But it's sometimes it feels like, you know, I didn't really get very far, but I have to keep reminding myself, like, I was homeless almost a year ago. I think a year ago. Yeah, it'll be a year in February, this February. So it's like, you know, I went through so much shit 
I traveled across the country with my brother alone. I drove from California back to Massachusetts. I stopped in Alabama to see my grandparents and I stopped in Maryland to see my, my family on my dad's side. Then I came back home. I went through so much changes in my life. Like I said, I feel like I haven't stopped, but I'm not stopping because I know that I'm unstoppable. So it's like, because I know that I'm capable of anything, you know, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain what I wanted to say after that. <laughs> no, I feel you. I, I really, I feel, I feel you. I just, I feel like I can't say it into words, but I think it's like, maybe you're, do you feel like your emotions, like feeling those emotions make you feel like, you know, it questions, like you said, it questions how far you've come and like how, you know, because I, I feel, feel like, yes and no. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I mean, explain, but yes and no. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, yeah, maybe I feel like maybe the emotions you're feeling are, are coming from a very deep place, but I had no idea you, you have been, you know, already doing this for going on six years now. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here thinking it's like kind of fresh and brand new. So my no. bad, my bad for assuming. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. I mean, you're, 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 you're someone new. So I don't expect you to know anything about me. I'm not really a public person. So every conversation I have on here is different, but yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely, I've been going through this for some years now and I mean, my bosses, they always applaud me and, I just kind of, I feel like they don't know how I feel in a sense of like when they compliment me because I don't really respond. I just kind of, you know, shake my head because like I said, I, oh, you're so strong. You're so, it's like, you know, maybe I need to stop expecting so much from people, but I mean, I would expect someone my age, 20, I was 21 when I lost my mom. I would expect someone my age to take care of me as a 10-year-old kid after my parents died, you know, whether it's my sibling or my father or, you know, someone next to Ken of my mother that my mom felt trustworthy of having me in their care. But, you know, things didn't work that way where someone else took the responsibility. I was young. And none of my family members stopped me. So, and not only did they not stop me, none of my family members cared about what I was doing. So it was like, I knew that I'm, I was going to be alone with everything that I dealt with. You no know, one wanted to help me get a car when I got out of college. I had to fucking do it myself. No one wanted to help me go to my job interviews that were all the way in Boston. I live in the fucking suburbs. I took that two hour and a half ride, bus ride, train ride to my job and got the job and ended up getting a car, you know? So I put things in perspective for myself. I know that I can get and have anything, but I feel like sometimes my past creeps up on me and it makes me feel like I can't have some things, but I know I can. So it's, it's, it's hard, you know? That's why I feel like something is pulling me back and mm -hmm. I'm trying to understand what is pulling me back, but you know, I don't know. Maybe I need to visit the shadows and figure out what the hell's going on because I'm happy. 
I'm very happy with my life right now. But some parts of me, some parts of me I don't like. And the parts that I don't like, I'm going to be completely honest because I'm not going to sugarcoat. The parts that I don't like are the parts that where I give up on myself just a little bit when I'm trying to pursue things for myself. I'm so used to putting my brother first. I was so used to putting my brother first so much that I don't know what to do with myself. Mm. And it's like, I'm trying to understand that I'm only 27 years old. I don't have kids of my own. I need to start dating. I need to start mingling. I need to start living my life for me. You that's and, what you want. That's, yeah, you, that's what you I want. want. Yeah. That's what sounds like that's what you want to do. You, you may also need it too though. <laughs> yes. So it's like, you know, it's like I want these things, but it's like I don't know where to start sometimes or maybe, you know, and I'm trying not to I know time is an illusion. So I'm not really too keen on time being a problem but it's it's I need to fix I need to fix what's coming back yeah I need to get rid of what's coming back yeah I mean I would I I don't know like if like I feel like it's I feel like those parts of ourselves need to be embraced because I feel like when we try to like push them away, because I mean, depending on if it's a part of, if it, it is a shadow aspect of yourself or if it's a shadow, if it's shadow work that needs to be done, you know, it's more of like an embrace, like you embrace those parts of yourself. So you become more whole and you, you, you accept the, it's like self-acceptance, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like once you accept those parts of yourself, you're not so resistant towards them, that resistance can create that kind of uh pull like you know what i mean if uh you know you try to push something away like a swing away from you it's going to come right back you know and the higher you push it up it's going to come back even harder you know so it's like you know once we embrace it it kind of it kind of just melts into us if that makes sense i don't know if that's a weird way to say it it becomes us but it becomes us in a better in a better a better version of ourselves I yes yes yeah yeah it's like the way we view those parts of ourselves is only because of what we're conditioned to to view you know certain things and i think that we validate ourselves when we embrace parts of ourselves that we think are bad or negative or you know not worthy enough you know but they are worthy enough you know yeah Ooh, 15 minutes went by again oh my gosh <laughs> but um you can I, definitely back up here i enjoyed this conversation because i'm you know that i yeah. like because I, I normally have conversations by myself and i'm just listening to me but i really appreciate that because now i get a i get to have and see a different perspective on my own situation and you know, I guess I need to feel, I need to deal with what I'm dealing with and stop choosing to ignore it, you know, because I feel like I am choosing to ignore, ignore it. Like you said, like, I want these things, but I'm not really, I know what I want, but I'm not really doing what I want, you know? 
Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's 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 a really great first step, though, that you 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 know what you want. And I think that it's like creating space for those things, you know, and putting yourself first in, in certain, you know, in certain situations and kind of cultivating that mindset because it's like, I always try to, I always think about this. So, you know, in airplanes, how the masks uh, come down, if you know, the air mask or the oxygen masks, right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they tell you that you're supposed to put your mask on first before you put the mask onto uh, your child. So you're supposed to make sure you're good first before you can assist your, your child. So I always think back to like that kind of analogy like I, I, I like to think back to because if you're not, you know, if you're not, you know, fulfilling your needs and taking care of what, you know, is fulfilling you, like, I feel like you want to feel fulfilled, like fulfillment of life, you know, because it, it's like, you know, do something outside, do something you really want to do and just do it. It's kind of what I want to say. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, yeah. um, I mean, but you ha- you do have your brother, so I can't really speak on that like fully because I don't ha- I'm not in that situation, so I don't know. Like, yeah, it's easier said than done, kind of thing, it right? Is. <laughs> right, but yeah, <laughs> but it's it's hard because you know, like, and that's my problem too. Like, I don't I don't really I don't feel comfortable leaving him with people at the having to experience leaving him with family and leaving him with certain people that I trusted as family and you know I only have maybe one or two people but it's like you know I'm trying my best to build and I want to live my life to the fullest without being afraid to step out and not have to worry about what I have to come home to or worry about my brother or you know I mean he's not that young but he's still a kid to me like he doesn't know how to fully cook you know there's a lot of things that I'm teaching him yeah so it's like you know it it is it's a sticky situation but I would never like if I had to replay my life all over again I wouldn't change a damn thing I would go through exactly what I went through because I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't gone through those things you know I wouldn't what to expect had I not gone through those things so I'm grateful for what I've been through I'm not humbling myself from my problems or anything I should never humble myself from stuff like that but you know I'm grateful for the experience that I had gained out of all the shit that I went through because now I deal with it yeah and I mean girl you're 27 you know you you I feel like you're I feel like as far as like maturity and like just doing things you know I feel like you're kind of ahead of the game it does it feel like maybe you're you're like a little bit behind because like I don't it, know I don't I don't I don't believe in being ahead or being behind if that makes sense I feel like there's no okay. limit to doing anything in life I when it comes to like what I saw myself doing after graduating yeah I didn't expect my mom to pass I didn't expect to be taking care of my brother I thought that I was going to be living in New York following my career as a journalist like you know but things changed and that's fine 
do I want to be a journalist again anymore? No, I actually want to be a college professor. I'm still going to be talking and preaching and giving my words to those in need and teaching on a different level. But, you know, I want to do something that's going to, I guess, make me feel comfortable in my career choices that I want to make. And I mean, just, I feel like you are, you already know. I mean, you, you do, we, we all know, I feel like we yeah. all know, right. We, yeah, we do. We already know the answers and, you know, sometimes we just need somebody to kind of ping us to help us re- remember or to like, you know, bring us back to our own inner guidance and our, I don't know. That's how I am. Like, I like to talk things out like this and it kind of helps me, brings me back to myself. But I feel like that's exactly the situation. I think that you just, I think you, you really, what's sticking out for me is like you, you, you want in connection with somebody on an intimate level, like a romantic level. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a very, I think if you, you, if you create space for that and really take steps towards that, like, I think you'll be good, honestly. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, uh, you know, because you can do it. I mean, you've already, I mean, just by talking to you with this conversation, you seem like you, you got, I mean, not seemed like you've, you've made a lot of things happen. So it's like, I, I know, you know, you can make it happen for yourself. Yeah. It's like taking those steps towards it, I think would be helpful. Like, I know you said you don't have a lot of time and you're just like kind of always on the go, but, um, little date night. <laughs> and little you know, like, you see, I've been on dates and like, there was someone that I was interested in, but I'm not going to say why I have lost interest, but sometimes I feel like I'm too picky, but then I'm like, no, I'm not picky. I know what I deserve. I know what I want. Yeah. You know, I just haven't met it yet. And it's gonna, it's coming because as I am going through my dating phases of dating and knowing people and whatever, I'm getting closer and closer to the man that I want in my life. So Ooh, I'm there. I feel that. I feel that I so. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so feel like, that. Yes, I do. do. Different things, you know, try to do different things differently. When you do things differently, you navigate through things differently. You, you start to receive different results when you do things differently. So Absolutely. I definitely see, like, I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, one step closer to the man that I want to be with, but I just have to focus on, you know, what's most important because I, I don't, my thing is, you know, you, you got to have a mother in your life because I've dealt with so many men who had really poor relationships with their mothers. Yeah. that's why things won't work out because you don't respect your mother enough to respect me. So I'm not dealing with it. You know, I, you don't, res- you got to have some type of female figure in your life that you respect because that's how you're going to treat me. And as yeah. as much as people say that's not true or, Oh, not all men are like that. No, if a man doesn't respect any women in his life, he's not going to have any respect for any woman he is with. Mm-hmm. it's true you know, it's, it's it's true it really is men too it's like if a woman doesn't have a man in her life 
or a male figure in her life, she's not going to know how to respect men. Like, simple. Right. It's very true. It, it is. And I think that, you know, everything you just said, I 100% agree with. And I feel like it's so refreshing to hear someone say, you know, someone speak on something like this because a lot of the talks I've been, I've been listening to lately are just things I've been hearing. It's like there's a... I don't know the the standards aren't there you know what i mean yeah it, it's like but there was you know there there's i feel like that as a collective there's this under like there's this um we're, we're starting to like really understand things on a whole nother level as far mm-hmm. as like we're, we're becoming more sensitive to stuff you know it's like we can't ignore the inevitable we can't ignore the truths so it's like i feel like these things are coming up a lot like more easy like they just come up easier now like i literally was just having this com- not having the conversation but i was listening to a conversation exactly about this about men and their mothers and it's like it there's so much truth to that and it's like you know vice versa you know and um it's it's i don't know i was that type of person where i always i let i painted a picture that wasn't there and i think i think mm-hmm. a lot of women can relate with that just because I, I saw people in their best light, like I always tried to see the best in people. Like I did not put myself around the. Yes, the, I, I do the same and I'm trying to beat that. I'm yeah. trying to see people for who they are and stop seeing things I don't see, you yeah. know? Yeah, for I sure. Have good heart. I have a big heart mm-hmm. and I believe that everybody is good, but not everybody is good. Exactly. I, it's like they got like we have the potential right and i i believe i believe we're all born innocent but it's like you know although we see the potential in people that does not mean that that's what their actions are that doesn't mean that that's that's how they're behaving you know and i feel like for me personally when it when i was dating um when it comes to men like men just they know what to say they know the thing they know they know how to say the things that kind of assisted me with for like forming this picture of who they are but it's not who they are you know and i'm not saying that's their fault but you know i think that the most the best way to to you know kind of get through a situation like that is take accountability which is you know look at the behavior patterns i don't know i feel like you got it all figured out honestly like if you just you know keep doing you don't question don't question yourself because you're don't underestimate your ability to to know what you're doing because I feel like you're very on point with everything like I feel like it's you know you know you're we're human beings right but we're going to question ourselves sometimes but I feel like you bounce back really quick I feel like you are just on point like all the time you know and it's like you know people you know it, you know, not to say that you you don't make mistakes. We all make mistakes, but I just feel like you you bring that truth. You bring that clarity. You know, you you bring that authentic. Like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm, it's like you're true to yourself. Uh, I'm trying to think of what you think. Which what word? It starts with an I. I think. Man, it was like on the tip of my tongue. Mm. Integrity. Integrity. Mm. That's the word I'm getting. Like just you know true to yourself like it's very strong like you you have a very like very str- like 
your your just whole vibe is very like your presence is very bold and like you know I think people like see you and notice you yeah and you know something that you say that now that just listening to how you're describing me I feel like people notice me and I don't like that Mm. and I and that's it's it's not that I don't like it because people when people notice me people notice me random like I could be on the bus yeah listening to music and someone will sit next to me and have a conversation with me and I'm not rude you know I'm very courteous of others you know and I listen to people and that's it I just listen and I may respond but I also know and like that some responses aren't needed you know you have to really pick and choose your battles with how you word things with people because your truth and their situation might not be accepting in their eyes in the moment you know you just have to not beat around the bush but be very simple with people who aren't ready to hear the truth but are willing to hear some things and for me I just I don't like that attention so when people and I mean my mom always did this to me and I hated it (laughs) yeah put me in a spotlight because I'm so talented I, I paint I write I do all these things I'm very talented I don't talk about my talents because you know I don't it's not that I don't see beauty in my talents it's just I like to do this. This is something fun. This is a hobby of mine. Yeah, it's cool. Everybody's like, you should go put your art in an art gallery. And then I thought about it and I said, yeah, maybe I should. But did I do it? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I I see the power that I have, but I don't know. I don't know if I really want it. And that's the question, I guess, I'm battling with myself. You know, I have this power that I can do all these things, but I'm not applying myself to the full potential. But I mean, you like you said, you know, you 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 do those things as like hobbies, you know, and it's like people notice these things, you know, because they admire them and they, you know, uh, you know, they, you know, I think that. I'm about to, it's about to cut off yeah, on you. Yeah, but... come back. Just end and come back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. <laughs> so, wait, I got to ask really okay. quick. I'm, are you... Do you have Leo in your chart? Are you a Leo moon? I'm a Sagittarius and... Because I'm getting Leo vibes, like a Leo rising or a Leo moon. I don't even know, honestly. Oh, it's okay. I just thought I'd ask because I like to I like to ask sometimes, but I'm getting that like it's Leo energy, but it's not in the sun placement. So it's it's like either in the rising or the uh, moon so it's like there but it's it's like 
it's not like it's it's there like but it's not as showy as like a leo sun would be if that makes sense but i love the saggy energy i can feel that <laughs> yeah definitely i'm looking right now <clears throat> let me see what it says you know i don't i i i definitely okay a fire sign i know that and, okay Mm-hmm. yeah but when, when you were talking about the you know people when they see they see your talents and they see all those things in you like those things they see are you know you don't always have to pursue them if that makes sense because i feel like i can relate with that too because i i you know my mom kind of did the same thing, like, because I like to sing and I like, you know, I was in choir and she, you know, kind of pressured me to do like, you know, certain things. And I just, I I was cool with being just in the, you know, like in the background, like I didn't want to do the most and like be all out there. But then there was like this part of myself that, you know, when I actually did want to be, when I actually like wanted to, you know, kind of take the reins, whatever, whatever it was, which was usually was about like choreography and stuff. So it was kind of like on the sidelines kind of thing. Like that's when I like couldn't, you know, step into that role fully because I was so used to kind of putting myself in the back, if that makes sense. So maybe it's like flip flopped or I don't know. Is it, is it flip flopped <laughs> for you? No. Cause you said you, don't like to be seen no we're up. both the same yeah 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 okay that's right yeah we are the same we don't like attention like that but we can do these things we you know we're talented because you and- yeah no 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 yeah because the attention you're already getting the attention and your people are already very drawn to you already you know so mm-hmm. it's like you know you you don't like for me I don't know. I just, sometimes I just have my days and now I just give myself, you know, I have manners, but I'm polite, but some days I just give myself the, you know, I allow myself to have, you know, just resting bitch face. Like, like mm-hmm. this is not the time, <laughs> you know? Cause I don't know people t- like sometimes people like, ask me like what's wrong what's going on with you what's wrong and I feel like I've been so avoidant to connect with people lately but I'm getting you know I'm coming out of like a phase I think but um I had this like I swear like this face I was giving off to people to like basically say like uh don't this is not the time don't come in this you know like kind of put up an energetic guard in a sense yeah I'm not really I don't want to be bothered pretty much right yeah and that's okay to do that because you gotta you gotta protect your energy sometimes and i think that you know when you have such a big heart and when you feel people so deeply it's you know you don't want to hurt anybody and you know it's your it's your own path you have your own unique path i can i can relate to a lot of things you you talk about but Mm -hmm. At the same time, I think that, you know, you got to go about it in the way that you feel comfortable doing it. But, you know, it's 
it's sometimes it's a bit uncomfortable at first to set boundaries and to say no and to, you know, you know, stay within yourself and just allow yourself to like, you know, ignore somebody. I don't know. I know that's like, you know, probably not something you'd be. (laughs) But I mean, you got to be strong minded. I mean, my mom emphasized a lot of things to me that resonates with me now, because although she's not here, a lot of her words still stay with me and her spirit touches me. So Mm -hmm. I know when to react and how to react. You know, her biggest thing was people are going to talk about you and who gives a fuck. This is exactly how she said it. That's exactly how she said it. Who gives a fuck? Because at the end of the day, you know yourself. You don't have to prove to no one but you. So let people talk. And that's how my mom, my mom really kept it real with me growing up. So, you know, because we went through a lot with my family. So she taught me things rough. And, you know, my fam- people used to be like, man, your mom's tough. I'm like, yeah, but everybody loved my mom. And I'm just like, y'all, I-, I couldn't stand it because she was just so rough with me. But she loved me just as much. But it's just she had to love me a little t- more because, you know, we were dealing with a lot, a lot of changes. But it's hard. But, I mean, if you you just got to change your mind, you know, it starts with your vocabulary, which you say, how do you how you praise about yourself? I try to tell myself when I tell my story that I'm doing my best. Like, you know, I'm taking care of my brother. I'm doing my best. You know, I'm finding and trying to use the resources and that I have, you know, use utilize the Internet. You know, I try to do those things so that I, it can help me. And then if I can reach out to people feeling comfortable enough to, then that'll, that's the next step that I'm willing to take. And whether it's a yay or a nay, I just got to be okay with it and just go on and be okay with the answer of being saying, no, I can't, or I just can't right now, or not at the moment, not give up and just say, okay, one person said it, the next person's not. Nope. I just got to ask the next person and the next and the next until I get an answer. And that's what I'm trying to do, but I still don't feel comfortable doing it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it'll take some time. I I mean, it took me, I, I was sitting with myself when, when I was really ready to like, you know, I read up on boundaries. I did extensive research on boundaries. I wanted, I, I like to understand things through and through thoroughly. So I went and just did, I wanted, you know, I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense, you know, and I just went and saw, like did a bunch of different, you know, sites and opinions and interpretations on boundaries. And, um, I could not get bring myself to to do it because I knew it would be I knew the repercussions of the re, I knew the reaction I would get basically I knew the uh the disappointment I would get so uh I just instead of verbally doing it <laughs> um I actually just did it uh you know physically so basically I put like my sister wasn't like she wasn't respecting my privacy and I noticed she was going in and out of my room while I wasn't there during the day while I was at work. And I told her, I basically confronted her about it and she even wrote in my diary journal, personal journal in three pages, like a little, like in big words, like keep writing, (laughs) you know, keep on, (laughs) you know, and I'm just like, 
it, it was like that point I was like, okay, I need to get a lock with a key, you know? So I just did that. I didn't ask. I just put it on my door and it was like the, I don't know. It, it just, it, the whole vibe changed obviously, but she just yeah. came for me. Like she said things like, I'd never go into your room when she obviously like wrote in my journal. It's just weird. I just told her, look, it's, it's not a big deal. Like it's fine, you know? But she would always be like, I never would go into your room. I would never rummage around your things. Like she was very like offended that I did that. And I'm just like, you know, if it's not an issue, if you never did it, then why is the lock on my door an issue? You know, if it's like, it never, like, if you never come into my room, then it should, it should just be like, it never even happened. You know, the doors just close like normal. Right. So I don't know. Uh, that was really, it was just really awkward and it was hard to get through that. But then once I got through that little weird phase of like, you know, her kind of denying, you know, being in a little bit of denial and like, you know, mm-hmm. not fully, uh, wanting to, ex- you know, be real with me, you know, not wanting to be honest, uh, was, it was, it sucks, you know, it just sucks. But I think that it's, it can be rough to kind of place those boundaries and say no and yeah just even to say no like I could not bring myself to say no I was in with myself like how why can't I just say no why can't I just say it why you know it was like it took me a long time to kind of prep myself (laughs) to say no when I really wanted to say no and I didn't have it in me it's like little by little I kind of found my way and uh I I realized, I, I realized, wow, like, I, ha- I feel like I have more energy now. I feel like I can, and then I was like, I don't know what to do with all this energy, <laughs> you know, but it's a process, you know, like, it's all journey. It definitely is. It definitely is a journey. Trust in the process. Like you have to be able to learn from the journey as well. That's something I'm trying to learn, but it's it is a lesson within itself. Yeah, lessons on lessons on lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I actually heard something today earlier. Actually, um, I, I think on a TikTok, this lady said, "Accept that once you get to the destination you're you're you get to, or when mm-hmm. you get what you want, you're gonna you're gonna move on to the next thing. You're gonna." find a new destination you're gonna uh want more basically and when she said when she said that she was like so just take action she's like some of y'all just need to take action towards what you want towards what you want to it doesn't matter where you go just do it you know just go towards anywhere basically is what she said Mm -hmm. I really needed to hear that message you know because I was like yes you know but um it's so true about life though. It's like, once we get, get to where we've been trying to get to, it's like, okay, what next kind of thing. So it's really all the journey. That's what life is. It's just, it's the journey itself is the destination. It is. It's the next destination to the next. Hmm. It becomes, it becomes, and some things become a domino effect. You know, and that's why I like, mm. I try to praise and preach to myself that 
I trust my universe, you know, my universe tells me things the way that I speak of them. And just because I don't see it the way that I speak of it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I have to trust the universe. Trust knowing that even when I'm asking for something, I might not have it right then and there. It might come to me in a month, maybe a year Mm. or so, whatever. When it appears, I have to see it for what that is and know that it's for me and take it. That's wisdom right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That that truly is wisdom right there. Yes. Because... yeah. Man, that's powerful. That's very powerful. Thank you. Like, you know, we we're all experiencing something in life and it's our journey. You know, we may have shared experiences, but our experiences affected us differently. Mhm. You know, we we operate differently but mm-hmm. we still have that experience right that feeling which is such a beautiful thing that you know how we can relate and connect in that way mm-hmm. but we are so but we are very very unique and yeah uh, we're 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 all like my mom my mom said I'm about to run out of time but my mom told my mom always describes like everybody I think she got it out of a book or something but everybody's like a flower and you're like a different flower and you're you know you're unique in your own way like there's no flower that's exactly the same even though it's they could be the same type of flower you have a field of flowers that are all uniquely different each one you know but we all have something we can relate on you know and Mm -hmm. see ourselves in each other so I think that's beautiful yes a hundred percent and it's a blessing to have it that is a blessing absolutely to have that shared experience with each other you got to come back up here <laughs> can't leave you off with your thoughts and you're sharing your wisdom uh, hello <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I really needed this. <laughs> I feel like I was waiting on on the app too. I was like, should I make, should I start something? Because I was about to start one, and then I got off of the app and I saw a notification and it said something keeps pulling me back. And I was like, yep, me too. <laughs> I was like, I need to be, <laughs> I need to be on this live. Yeah. So, I'm glad you came because this was helpful for me as well, just as much as it was for you. Like, I got to see things from a different perspective, and now I can take my journey on differently, you know? I appreciate your wisdom that you gave me because it's helpful that we can share those, share our wisdom with one another, and we just gain more. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, it, I, I appreciate you so much because... I, I just, I can feel the, like, real, the the realness, like, you're speaking from your experiences, and you're speaking from what you've learned from your life, you know, and it's, like, that's so powerful, like, 
beyond, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I just really appreciate you in, in being vulnerable and like speaking on some things. I don't know, maybe if you, I mean, you spoke on them, so it's like, you know, you, you, you made that choice, but I just appreciate you like kind of, you know, being you, you know, and, and expressing yourself. I just feel, I love the authenticity because I, I've been trying to reconnect with people lately and, uh, it's really hard to come by. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not trying to say everybody I meet is fake. It's just, I, it's hard, I guess, for me personally, uh, for me to connect with people in a certain way. So I think, you know, just being able to connect with you on this app like this is a blessing. And it's just, it's beautiful. You know, it's like, sometimes technology blows my mind. I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm. This is like, I've never like, I don't really have conversations like this with my with anyone. Maybe, you know, my childhood best friend, but I don't really get to see her very much. So we don't talk as much. Yeah, Things honestly, like, same. You know, changes and we're growing up. Yep, <laughs> but, that's, what, that's what happens, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, that's what happens. But a lot of times people don't like to have real conversations like this. It's always about the next TV show or, you know, right. the next fight or the next this and that on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like never all, all this external stuff, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, is, you know, it's like, we, I don't know. It's just, it's very out there. I mean, it, people can talk about whatever they want to talk about, but it's like when you pull it from, from within, I think that people can feel more connected because I think we're all just trying to feel a connection or, but maybe I'm just, that's just my opinion, but I just think we're all so misunderstood. Like we can be very mm -hmm. misunderstood so, so quickly these days. It's like, when you take the time to really sit and listen to understand before like, you know, assuming or making it quick judgments, it's like you hold space. Like it's special. It's so powerful. It, it It's very hard to come by. It really is. It is. And you know, we just all got to stick together and keep, doing what we're doing and being ourselves like you said being keep being myself keep keeping it real <laughs> yeah you, you keep being yourself and you keep doing what you have to do too for you because we at the end of the day like you said we we got to put ourselves first but mm -hmm. i mean we gotta know when to connect with people that are just like us yeah, I, I'm just, uh, yes, and I think that the relationship with ourselves, you know, I think once we really know ourselves, like, to to a, a certain level, to a certain degree, it's, uh, you know, I think that's why it's hard maybe to connect with pe other people sometimes because, you know, the depth of, like, that conscious awareness isn't, you know maybe it's not always the same and it, and it's not to say that you know 
you're I'm better or you're better anyone's better than anybody you know we're all you know we're I, I believe we're all connected and we're all one but mm -hmm. we're, we're on different levels of consciousness yeah so sometimes you know it's hard to find that connection when you can but I think that when we really connect with ourselves and we understand ourselves it's hard to connect with everybody um and feel like it's real you know so i think that's why maybe people kind of shy away from it because it's like or shy away from kind of looking it within maybe but mm -hmm. it's just my maybe because it's Absolutely. like you, you kind of feel outcasted maybe or you feel like maybe you can't relate with people on the same in the same way mm -hmm. sometimes i feel like that or i might relate to people and i could tell that they misjudged me <laughs> it's you know I am one of those type of people that misjudge a lot of people like when people have conversations about visiting their country and doing certain things I'm like oh yeah we had I, my grandparents had a farm and we had to wake up early in the morning to water the plants before the sun rose ri rise it, like it was serious like you know my grandparents had us out there <laughs> and when it was time to, you know, to, when we needed food, we went fishing. We had catfish, we had bass, we had um, red snapper. Like, we had to go fishing. Like, us, we had to go fish. So yeah, we yeah. had 4 o'clock in the morning. We had to be out the house by 5. My grandfather was not playing. He <laughs> wanted to be out there before the sun came up because it gets hot as shit in Alabama. So. Yeah, and that's when they bite too, you know, oh, usually. Yes. Yeah. So we're out there, we gotta walk through the woods like three, four miles. Like it was, you know. So I when people hear that, they're like, dang, like you really I say, Yeah. Like <laughs> they're like they're like, Oh, you're different. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like yeah. but I'm born and raised in Boston, but you know, I live that southern life, like Mm -hmm. my mom sent me down south every summer from when I was born like I was always down there I have memories of being down there so it's like it's so interesting but yeah I, no, I, not a lot of people can say they experience something like that you know? yes. yeah not a lot of people and I'm grateful for it because it's something I could see myself retiring and doing having my own little farm and shit so Living the house. I love that. I mean, I'm such an outdoorsy person. Like, I I love. I will go fishing at four a.m. in the morning. Like, I will. Like, that, yeah. I don't know. Like, just something I always did with my dad. So, like, it's just something I I've always just it's 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 in my heart, you know. So, um, if if I got have the opportunity, I don't have fishing poles or anything like that. I don't have a you know. I don't got the you know. Oh, I got box. all that, girl. <laughs> I got my hooks, I got my baits, I got all that. I got folders, floaties, I got all that. Yes. But if you've got some poles and you got the equipment, um go let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I'm so down. That's fine. Because I was like, I can't wait till it gets warm so I can just go fish. Yes. Oh my a gosh. lot of places in Massachusetts, you can't. Some place it depends on where you go, but like most places, is fish. You you can catch and you got to catch and throw. So you catch the fish mm -hmm. and then you yep. got to throw. Like, yeah. So so you you're you're like you you fish in like rivers and stuff then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ponds. Yeah. 
yeah, the cat, so yeah, the catfish, I used to go catfish, uh, I used to catch catfish with my dad, and he would, like, stick his hand in the, in the hole, in the, um, and they would, like, be in the, basically, like, the walls of the river, I don't know if I'm saying that, it's bad terminology, but, you know, he would, like, and then they basically, like, come out, they'd swim out, and sometimes, like, would hit him, like, hit him in the, uh, Sometimes he catch them right away, but sometimes he miss, and then they'd like basically like head bump him or like head ram him, and then he'd like toss him like basically like uh, I don't know. We had a little, we had a system. <laughs> Yeah. We had a little system. I had the <laughs> I had the net. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah. Um, when they sleep on the steps, though, that's the best. That's how you get them easy. And, like. Cause the place we used to go fishing, it's like they had these steps and they'd like to s
<laughs> that's too sketchy huh? <laughs> no listen down south they are different but i love it down there because it's such a it's such a you feel so free when you're down there like yeah. my grandfather has a bar down there you know so like he said he has his alcohol license he has his tobacco license he could sell fucking food and you know he can sell you know so he it was fun he had a pool table Ooh, i love pool yeah, I'm from Texas. I'm born and raised from Texas, so I I I, I understand the vibe because we live you know, I country. Mean, I oh, yeah, yeah. My my papa had like land and like well, it wasn't his land. He kind of inherited it, but you know, came with you know his one of his friends passed away, and he had like uh, this land and it had cattle, and they inherited basically a farm, and there was this one horse there named Zephyr. Mm-hmm. And I wrote on I wrote on him a couple of times, but he was very, he was quite old, so we didn't really uh, like only the kids kind of wrote on him. Like nobody really did it that much, but I just kind of always like hung out with him. And like I remember one time, I felt this really crazy pain in my toe, and it like there was a shock of like I can't even explain it. It was just like this wave of pain shock up my body. And he stepped on my toes. No. (laughs) But I I don't know what happened. My body like repelled this like force. (laughs) I don't even know what it. But you know, like when you tighten up, like when some, like when you get like, I don't know. I tightened my body. I think I tightened up. Like you froze. And it protected my. Oh. You gotta come back. You gotta come back. I feel you, like, you just, like, I don't know how to explain what you were explaining, but being, like, real, like, sometimes when you're real angry and you hit something, it don't really hurt you in that moment, but after the fact, I mean, did it hurt after the fact? Because, shit, did that hurt A mix of adrenaline? No, that's what I'm, like, I was very confused, because... Lucky. Something happened. I don't know. I'm like, is that lucky? Cause it hurt. It. It. I mean, something happened. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think the adrenaline kind of like made me feel uh uh like it didn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. But um, a shock went up my body like a it like a pain. That's how like I don't know. It was crazy. I got some strong toes or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe <laughs> but yeah i mean uh i didn't tell any i never told anybody that be- because i would have gotten in trouble they wouldn't let me be around zephyr anymore so but yeah he was an old horse man he stayed around for a while really um, yeah like uh i think he was like 20 21 i don't know if that's old for an ho- for a horse but my papa always talked about how like you know zephyr is getting old and I don't know. That's what I remember him always talking about. He was just always an old horse. <laughs> yeah, see, but... I have a horse. I have two horses in Alabama. And the female, which is the mom, isn't that friendly towards humans. But she'll tolerate your ass if you got food. But she doesn't really like you. Yeah, she kind of runs away. She won't hurt you, but she'll run away from you. Her son, on the other hand, that little sucker, 
he don't care. He likes you to touch him and rub him. Yeah. He's friendly and loving. And I just think it's because he's been around humans more when he was a baby because they had to take care of him. Um, because the fucking mom would just run away and don't feed him. So we have to feed him. Mm. So feeding him. Um, my grandfather had a separate wire for him to be caged in close to us so we can feed him milk all the time and have apples and peaches and plums for him and um, carrots and all that stuff. So we, in whatever vegetables they gave him to eat. All the vegetables, all the vegetables for the pony. (laughs) Yes. All of them, all of them, (laughs) all of them. So it's like, and watermelon, he loved watermelon. My um, great aunt, he's like, oh, that he eat it so quick. <laughs> he, he said, I I had to give him half the watermelon. I said, damn, half of it. He's like, yeah, he eat it so quick. I just mind, I just gave him half. Of it. I'm like, dang, that's so cute. I love that. Horrible. I didn't even know. I honestly didn't. I mean, I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't even know that horses could eat um all different kinds of fruits and vegetables like that. That's that's cool. Yeah. So like, you know, I want to feed a horse a carrot now or or a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, they they they'll love it. They'll definitely love it. Down south, they just they give their animals all all everything natural and like they don't really trip about it because it, most of the time they eat grass but because of, he was a baby they had to give him nutrients that he mm. was from his mom right oh, and it's yeah, really hot down south so it's like yes you sure the horse is hydrated all the time you it's know it's a lot but, of work it really is like yeah it is oh yeah and then you gotta <laughs> my grandma my grandma said it Oh, that horse love water. They ram down with water because <laughs> it get hot because he's black. Oh no! So it. Oh <laughs> yeah, he gets heated black. up really quick. Oh poor guy. Um, and it's so funny because his mom, my horse, is like a burgundy red brown color. How did she get pregnant? <sighs> she jumped over the fence and had sex with the. No. The the land, the neighbor that owns the land next to us that have a bunch of cows and freaking bulls and horses over there and yeah, got pregnant. She went and got it in next door. Oh my god. Yeah, went next door and had a baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, she sounds like she's a wild like a wild one, like she's trying to run away all the time and like Yeah. Wants a to wild be, one. Be free. A wild one. Yeah, oh. she's a horse, though. But, yeah, my grandparents had, we had all types of fun. Like, we had a bull. He had a, a gold ring in his nose, big-ass gold ring in his nose. He was a big-ass bull. Oh, man, the bull. Yeah, dude, those bulls are, they're crazy. Oh, yeah. I always and, had a stick. <laughs> yes, yes. We, we used to all, they used to always tell us, because we used to play next to the big house, which is my grand, great-grandmother's house. And um, she would tell us, like, don't go over there uh, messing with the bull. And we'd be like, all right, we'll play freeze tag in the yard. Yeah. And then we'll play TV tag. And one day, one of my cousins, he lives down there, okay? He lives down there. So he should know this, right? Yeah. He comes and he got on a red 
muscle shirt with the American flag on it. Oh man, ask of a troll. The bull starts kicking and huffing and puffing. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm frozen <laughs> right next to the gate where the bull is. And I'm trying to figure out like why is he so angry? Like we're not even fucking with him. Like he oh. just he saw us from afar. Like he wasn't even near us. The cows were. Yeah. The cows went away and then it's just the bull. Yeah, and so you, you, you could see the bull but not but not your cousin. Yeah, I didn't I couldn't see him because oh. I was frozen this way. So when I turned and looked, I'm like, holy shit. I started running. They're like, you can't run. I'm like, no, that bull's about to jump. I would have ran too. That fucking bull jumped the barbed wire fence and started chasing after my cousin. My oh, uncle. hell no. We're out there. All of my great uncles, because these are my grandfather's brothers, they all out there trying to get this fucking bull. Oh my gosh. It was... Mm-hmm. He had to go in the house. It was, it was scary. Yeah, that but, is that's terrifying. Very terrifying. But it was just like that shit was. It was like a movie. Like that's what I was gonna say earlier. Like sound like a movie. Like it, it was like a movie. I couldn't believe my eyes. Yeah, it's not fun when animals chase after you. And, and yeah, uh, no. I've had my whole life I've had a dog chase after me once and it actually bit me in the ass no. and then yes and then I had a, a goose that dog hell no <laughs> yeah dude it was crazy I was uh I was pretty scared I was I was like seven or eight too damn my grandpa was pissed because it was my uh it was our uh, his neighbors it was like kind of out in the country it was like one of his properties he had but it was more so like um, there wasn't any animals on this property, but their his neighbor's dog got out and I love dogs. So I was like trying to be cute or I was like, come here, you. And then it was running at me weird. And I was like, some, I sensed something was not right. And I was like, oh, no, oh man, you know what I mean? Like it was the, it was the way he was running at me. That wasn't for, I don't know. I'm like, something's not right. <laughs> like it's crazy how we can like detect that, you know, like, <laughs> It just I got the senses I got the senses but the the goose situation which was ter- actually way more terrifying than the, than the dog situation because when the dog bit me it kind of like swipe swipe bit me you know so it like you know somehow I maneuvered and it only got me but there was like a I don't know it bit me but anyways the goose there was this goose named Paco that was on my friend's property and uh I'm in high school, right? We're both in high school. I stay the night at her house. Mm-hmm. They got two. They got two uh, geese. One's uh one's a boy and one's a, a girl. And the boy uh, is Paco, and he's just straight up an asshole. Like, don't I? I was just always scared of him. I went around like I didn't want to be seen by him, you know. So I always went around like weird, different ways around the house to get into the house. And so, meanwhile, while her grandma is basically like doing some weird hand like maneuver and like makes him like basically twirl. I don't even know what she does to him, but she just kind of like shoes him and he just like, Oh shit. And like, he like goes the other way, but he's like this vicious evil goose. Like you could see it in his eyes. Like, anyways, yeah, no, it was real. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to describe the vibe of this goose. And it was just like, it was thick. And so this one morning we go out and we're going to the bus stop and uh, my friend Jaji, she's got this Coca-Cola can. (laughs) 
And I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget the story because he came. <laughs> he came after us, but he started flying because we were we had already like walked a bit down the the dirt road, mm-hmm. and so I never seen him fly before. And he was flying like level with us, which oh, was even t- more terrifying. But I'll eye. never forget my friend, dude. She was running so fast. The Coca-Cola was coming out of the soda can because she didn't drop the can. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like this crazy stream of like perfect, like circular uh, Coca-Cola coming out of the can because she was running so fast. (laughs) And we were just running for our lives down this dirt road. And it was, I looked back, I didn't want to, but I did. And he was tailing us. Like he, he was... He would have got us if I think she noticed it. Actually, she looked back because she's very like observant. Mm-hmm. She heard the flapping of him trying to come at us, <laughs> flying at us. I was just like, "Oh my god, we're good on the bus." Literally, the bus pulled up right away, and we're just like out of breath. Like we just look like I don't know, but it was just I don't know. That whole thing was really really funny. It's just funny like. <laughs> It's, it's I can I can laugh at it now. I was laughing at it actually then because the Coca Cola thing was that little part that I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. She didn't want to like throw it on her grandma's property. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, funny. But that's how it be for real. I mean, man, I I yeah. I, like in the country because that's what it is they live in the south but it's really the country yeah sit around them (laughs) yeah you you know you're gonna get your encounters Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're sheriff animals yep oh man but yeah um let's see nope just those two animals i think i got um i think uh Oh man, though, uh, have you ever have you do, have you ever gone tubing before? Um, out of the amusement park, a water park, but not actual like tubing outdoors. Yeah, so like it's a thing. Like in Central Texas, it's a big thing. Like mm-hmm. in the New Braunfels area, like there's these two rivers that come together, and it's just like a really tubing on those rivers is like huge. It's like really popular in that area. Mm-hmm. And I would go, I would go to being with my friends and family in this, on these rivers sometimes. And, uh, there's these houses, they have like these steps, these concrete steps that kind of go down the hills towards the, uh, river and ha- they have their little like piers. This is little docks, not piers, but like, you know, just a little dock. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that goes up to their property and we're all, we're all in the tubes. Right. And we're connected so we have like a rope going through all the all the holes so we, we have like a group of people together and there's like 10 of us nine ten of us and i look over and i swear i see the biggest snake i've ever seen in my life in the water coming down those concrete steps i oh. mean swoop 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 like <laughs> oh no down these steps coming right towards us and all I said was I just screamed snake and I jumped out of my tube and I started swimming so 
past because this river like where we were it's like you know there's some parts of the river that you're just you're barely moving like you're moving but you're just like it's a chill you're not moving very fast so i was like easy river right right yeah dude and a few other people actually jumped out too because they saw (laughs) it too but it was like you know uh, that i don't know i i don't mess with snakes and i don't mess with turtles in the water because i just you know i want to respect the turtles because i feel like you know i don't turtles i always feel like it's gonna bite my toe off or something which yeah turtles gotta i used to have a, a, a snapping turtle we named them turkey <laughs> man snapping turtles they'll take off a toe oh yeah oh yeah we had him he was the size of a quarter he was a little smaller than a quarter and oh. he grew to as big as uh maybe like a the size of a uh, dessert plate that's crazy how how long did it take him to, to get that big mm, years we had oh, to keep okay. paint so he could uh, so his shell can grow Mm. he had a long ass neck that shit could turn and bite you from his if you you held his shell wrong in the back he would bite you because his neck could reach to his back to the middle of his back that's how long his neck was he could turn his neck all the way back to the middle of his back Mm -mm. no but I have re- I have released him to the wild. Do you think he's okay? I think so. I feel like he might dominate a little section of it, but yeah, let him dominate. I mean... There's other sea turtles in there, but they're not um snapping turtles. I forgot what they what they are. Yeah, like the regular ones. Uh, red tail? No. They got like the red spot on the neck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they like the average turtles. You're, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just OG, the OG turtles. Those are the ones that like I, I don't. I've never come, you know, toe to toe with <laughs> with a snapping turtle, but like the other kind of turtles, I don't know what it is. I just feel like you know you could always mistake in their little heads popping up for a snake too. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I'm like, I'm that kind of person. I'm just gonna run. I'm not gonna try and like look for it. Yeah, I'm out too. (laughs) I'm just gonna run, and then if I have to come back, I'll come back. It's fine, you know. Like, um, if there's a bee, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Oh shoot! Like, (laughs) I'm running. I don't. I've never been stung by a bee to this day. So. I mean, I actually don't um, run from bees. I've found my peace with them. They like me because of my hair. The hair products that I put in my hair are very natural. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it attracts them. <laughs> yeah, so like at summertime, I have to put honey in my hair because of the vitamin D, so it doesn't dry my hair out too much. So like, they come and they float around my head and be in my face, and I'm just like, hi, like yeah, and they're like. Yeah, I don't know. For me, like, I'm terrified, obviously. I'm terrified to get stung. But also then when they sting me, they die. So I'm just like, I don't want to risk that for them. 
I think it's a lot of my fear too, though, of getting stung just because I've never yeah. been stung. <laughs> but you know, but like when I think about life, a bee's life, they will die if they sting you. So they really don't want to sting you. You feel me? Mm, yes. So like I try to find peace with them by giving them peace in mind to not give their last life trying to That's defend beautiful. Me. When I'm not the one really trying to harm them, I'm scared of shit too. And they scared, but they don't know if they need to attack. But if I'm not causing you a threat, then we good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I gotta find that zen. Yeah. Them. My grandmother used to always tell me, my great grandmother used to always tell me, girl, you need to stop being scared of the, the bugs. I hate nature's bugs, but I'll be in nature. Like, I love nature enough to be out there, but I'm still scared. Yeah. And my great-grandmother used to always tell me, you need to, you need to find peace with nature because you know, these, these, this is what God created. I'm very spiritual now, but back then, you know, that's what I was grown up into. But yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I look at things in that sense, but... I do want to find peace with certain things like that because I understand, like, a bee don't really want to kill you, like, unless you cause harm to the queen, you know, that's the real protector. Right. So, you know, but I, I I, really be scared as shit. Like, when I was in California, <laughs> some fucking June bugs that be flying. I was around. just about to say, do you know what a June bug is? <laughs> yes. Yo, we have, they, they have them down south, but, like, they are just a Ooh, mess. They're, they're not as they're they're not really around as much as they used to be down south. Um, since I've been down there, but yo, you can the the only thing I don't like about those are you can hear that shit coming, and mm, it's I like forget. in your ear. You can hear, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's so and they're they're just crazy with they don't know how to fly and their legs are going <laughs> backwards. Like um, that's that's so. Their shell's really hard. They're loud. They run into a window or something, like, <laughs> or the screen door. Oh, oh, you cut the speaker off. Oh, okay. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, shoot. I'm learning something new every day. But, yeah, the June bugs. They have them out there in Texas. And they... Actually, it's interesting because she mentioned how they're not they're not as bad as they used to be. And that's kind of how I feel like the situation is in Texas. But I feel like it's where you are where you can get more or less. But <clears throat> um, you get one of those things caught in your hair. Um, it's a whole thing. 